You are now tuned in to the Good Life Podcast. The kickback is your boy, Good Life Russ, and I go by that handle on all social media platforms. And it's your girl, The Blue Jay. You can find me on IG at the.bluejay with two Ys. want to thank everyone who shows up and shows out. We wouldn't have a show without you. So make sure you like the show, you love the show, you subscribe, and please tell somebody about the show. Keep the conversation going. That's a good subject in itself, how social media changed this motherfucking world, bro. All right, cool. We're going to talk about that then, Jay. Yeah, that is crazy though. I ain't even. I haven't really even thought about that. Like how tradition, how much traditions and shit has changed. Changed a lot from kids being outside, mm-hmm. playing smear to queer and basketball. To smear to queer. That game. Now they so, online playing two K. That game was so violent, <laughs> but yeah. it was fun. <laughs> That's when you got in your little neighborhood fights and scuffles and everything, and, and people. But people respected each other back then. You don't see that. Yeah. People like talking yeah. shit online all day. Because games, like, because the games and the fun we was having, we was really challenging each other. You know what I mean? It was like a healthy competition for real. Well, we playing that smear, nigga. I was trying to win. I was trying to rip niggas' heads off. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Ankles, boy. We used to be in fucking Dave Harris in his backyard, bro. Going from fist to fist. <laughs> Tossing that football up. Everybody on your motherfucking ass. Bro, and it, it, it's just, it's weird because living in different cities, bro. Yeah. Like you go to different cities. If you travel back in the day when you used to travel, everything was different everywhere. Mm-hmm. Now... Everybody wearing the same shit. Yeah. Everybody on the same mentality. People saying the same quotes. Like, yeah. Now that's true. I I felt when I was younger, going to a different state was like going to a different country down there almost. You know what I mean? Like a right. completely different culture for real. Because we used to go, we went a lot of places when I was younger. So like, yeah, they all look completely different. That's nuts. I think about how that city girl movement just went. Yeah. Global at one time, like to where all these girls is all don't talk to me unless you you, you hit me my cash app. Like, yeah, first of all, that's a disease. I ain't gonna go there. <laughs> that's a disease. That's a mental it's, illness, it's crazy, man. Bro. And I wonder, I be wondering what that is. Like, have they just not figured themselves out, or you? Just, how do you adopt that mindset and really believe that? You know, what I mean, it's like a cult. I feel like that popularity mindset that was instilled in this in high school never left a lot of people bro mm-hmm. so like it just got magnified like because now you the breadwinner at your house and all that shit that you wanted in high school to be feel like you was the man now you out doing it i feel mm-hmm. like it's all a popularity contest for real bro mm-hmm. yeah it is and a lot of it because a lot of them it skipped them you know what i mean <laughs> a lot of niggas wasn't a lot of people who are just meeting motherfuckers for the first time and they probably look back on them like, oh, you was probably cool as shit in high school. Them niggas was probably lame as fucking high school. Exactly. And nobody fucked with them. So now they want to be best dressed. Fucking class clown on Facebook. You know what I mean? Like, I be seeing that shit like, man, when y'all niggas going to grow out of that? And I be isolated, bro. And I just... I, I do too. I watch it all from a distance because I, I just try my best not to get caught up in that shit. Like yeah. the other night, I'm on on the computer looking up some designer shoes, and I'm I'm about to get them because I, I I can. But then I thought about it. I was like, I don't need this shit. Yeah. Fuck for that. what? For what? Really gotta ask yourself that. You know what I mean? But I feel like that that becomes a part of maturity. Like you start having those conversations with yourself. Like you know, why am I doing this? Is this really worth it? 
Or am I just trying to do some shit? You did know you know what I mean? that before you had Hell no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. I just did shit. I mean, but I was I didn't have no real responsibilities either. You know what I mean? Because of who? And I think a lot of times um, it's easy for us to get into, like, the job market after sports. But a lot of us athletes weren't, wasn't learning, like, business etiquette and about apartments. And we didn't have to worry about that kind of shit. Like, I hooped. You know what I mean? That's all I knew. I was put in the dorm to go to school, you know, that was it, like everybody else. And then the next school put put us in an apartment, and I, but I didn't have, you know what I mean? I didn't know bills and doing this recurring. So that took a big chunk of my life. So when that was over, you know what I mean? Like, oof, that was the, the toughest. Like when I stopped hooping, that first two years was rough. It's depressing, bro. And it was hard even trying to find a routine to replace that routine of basketball. Because when you wake up, it's basketball. When you go Before you go to sleep, it's basketball. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, last thing I was doing in college was open gyms. And then I was waking up the next morning to go to team practice, deal with the teams, go to class. Then we have midday practice. Then we meet again. Then me and Ian will go to the gym and work out because we was just always in the gym. And then we would get the keys from the janitor, open the gym up at night for all the homies at school to have open gyms. So, obviously, we ain't supposed to be hooping with them, but we hooping with them and killing these right. niggas. It's kind of like the NBA going to Lifetime. Right. Like, just to let us know, like, okay, I got it. Thanks, fellas. <laughs> got a big game Friday. Thanks. See, I think, <laughs> this shit, this jumper work. <laughs> you know, honestly, I think losing that shit was more than just a breaking routine because basketball was really like a first love type shit for yeah. me. Like, it was a relationship. Exactly. Like, a love. Like, nigga, yep. when, I, when I was stressed out, nigga, I'd go hoop and it'd clear my mind. So, it was more than just that routine, bro. Nigga been playing. You, you found your identity on that court, bro. Yeah. And that part, but that part is still intact. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have lifelong friends from basketball. Exactly. I have people I can truly say I met you on the court. It, it's blossomed way you know what I mean? So that part is still intact. Like we wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation. I just mean <laughs> the fact of, like, you, your day's planned out for you. Think about AAU. Your day's planned out for you. There's an itinerary. You know what I mean? We got to be here. Then we got a game here. Then we got a game here. So we got to eat here. We got to do this. So when you leave that sport, 24 hours hit different, bro. Like, you sitting around for 30 minutes, like, damn. Like, this is a long, you know, this is a long-ass day for real. Like, what am I going to do? Honestly, it took for me to when I joined the military. When I got back into that disciplinary side of things, like you know, making being on time for shit, it it was it was a learning curve for sure. Hell yeah, nigga! But that shit gets you right though, did it? I don't agree with the RB. I agree with their tactics and with their shit, but their trading works. Like getting people ready to go to war and do do that, that shit works. Because they're I, think I, about it, they're dealing with the most mismanaged, you know what I mean, broken, lost people there is. I was good at it, but I hated it. Like, yeah, yeah. Because they wanted you to be somebody you're not. Like I want to still be myself. Like I see yeah. a lot of people get lost in that shit, trying yeah. to be somebody else. Like yeah, I'm not GI Joe, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm still Drake Rose. Yeah, Sorry, exactly. Like, like that don't change. Motherfucker, uh, higher up, come around. Motherfucker, butt pucker up. Like, yeah. oh man, hey, everybody, sh- sh- like, bro, you know, chill out. <laughs> I was that guy. Like they hated me for that. Fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> he put his pants and shoes on the same way. Exactly. I did, and that was my problem with it. So. But that's how they doing these jobs too, bro. And that's why I tell people there's not there's nothing wrong with joining there's nothing wrong with having a job there's nothing wrong with having a career but you should be able to be yourself and if you can't you need to get the fuck out of there you know what i mean because it's gonna compromise you and 
it's gonna fuck up your health. It's gonna fuck up your life, your mind, everything. It's funny you said that because I was actually selling cars for a while. I yeah. Bro, I cleared sixty my first year, sixty thousand. Mm-hmm. First year ever selling cars, but the stress behind it, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh no, I had to get up out of there. The money ain't worth it for me, so mm. my sanity is more important for sure. But I like I, I don't know. It's hard. Even the thought of like working for somebody is tough. Yeah, yeah, it is, bro. It it just don't make sense. That was what I was at that point when I left Chase. I'm just like, it's st- it stopped making sense one day. You know what I mean? Coming in this bitch every day and doing all this all the time. You ever and sat I was there just like, I'm cool. The clock. <laughs> I seen an hour go by and be like, bro, I just made like $15 mm-hmm. for taxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, did shit in here, but I'm like, fuck, I could have been outside and made $50. Man. Especially coming from, you know, a hustler's background. Like, both of us already had. So, when I started selling shoes, like, man, I was doing that. Because I started doing that when I was still at Chase. So, I left Chase to open up my first store. So, I should have stayed longer in retrospect. You know what I mean? Just because of how it played out. So, I can say now, like, if I would do that again, I would have stayed. Or if I see somebody in that situation, I definitely would say, keep that income, too. And just suffer doing this at night. You know what I mean? But... I left there and I was making like twenty three dollars an hour chase and I didn't do shit. Like I was in a, I was a higher up, you know what I mean? I was in executive office. So I dealt with like their legal shit, you know, which a lot of people call in and threaten, but you know, I'm like, your lawyer is like hitting us up. Then I call them like, you know, everything cool, like what's up? We gotta go to court or what are we doing here? So I barely had work ever. Right. You know what I mean? Chase is one of it's huge. Niggas ain't suing them all the time. Their right. money's too fucking big. Like, so, I loved it. I'm chilling, you know what I mean? But I was in there 40 hours a week, sometimes 60 hours a week, because sometimes it would get busy. And I had to stay over, too, to do shit. I was, like, basically doing salary shit, but I wasn't salary. So I'm in that bitch, you know what I mean? I'm doing that. And then I really just sat one day, like... They can't pay me enough money to be in here for 40 hours a week. Like, they can't. I thought about all the shit I missed because it was a week. I was just missing shit. Like, my homie had this event. My kid had this play. Like, it was it was a busy week. So, I really couldn't be. And I'm usually flexible. So, they're like, oh, you know, he going to be there. I'm usually flexible. But this week, I cannot leave this bitch because, you know, we might have to go to court. So, like, I have to be there the whole fucking time, sitting through their meetings. Even the ones that don't pertain to me, I got to be in the fucking meeting, bro. I, honestly, that's the main problem. I said, like, I can't do this. <laughs> if, you had a, if you working for somebody else and you got a job that you waking up to every day and you don't mind your job, like you like your job, it's mm-hmm. a good job, right? They still controlling your time. Mm-hmm. They tell you when you got to be up in the morning and when you got to clock in and when you get the clock out and go handle your personal yeah. life, bro. And that's the problem that, I, that sat with me. It's like, man. Yeah. Saturday morning, y'all want me to come in at what time? Because <laughs> oh, okay. you know your spirit, something ain't right, bro. It only it, that's think about it. It's so unproportioned. Like we'll have a job to where we have like a year of just flexibility. We just doing bullshit, and they ain't fucking fired your dumb ass yet. Right. And then you do one fucking thing, and now they on your ass, and you upset. You know what I mean? Think about how unproportionate that is. That should not make you upset. You should be like, shit, I got away with a year full of bullshit. Right. 
You man. really don't want to be here. That's why you even did the year full of bullshit. You really don't want to be in this bitch. But you didn't convince yourself you got to come here today. You got to get up. And those was my hardest days, bro. That was That's a whole different kind of depression. When your body is just like, I really need to rest because this was a crazy weekend. And you're like, nah, it's Monday. I got to get up and go to work. How, how would you... Like, what advice would you give to somebody that did want to take that leap and leave work and start doing their own thing? Because like, I got a homie, for example, he mm-hmm. he, he cut hair. Bro, mm-hmm. one of the nicest barbers I know. And I try to tell him, like, bro, if you was to leave your job and do this 125%, you would be set. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But he's scared to take that leap. Like, yeah. Shit, that's the only advice for real. Take the leap. Take the leap. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> there's no way of knowing until you actually do it. We could talk numbers. We could talk analytics till we blew in the face. You feel like it should be a certain amount you should have saved first before you Absolutely. Um, absolutely. I would say three. For me, when we did the shoe store, we had four months rent saved up. And we didn't pay him up four months. I don't believe in that. I'll pay you month to month. That's just my responsibility. We pay you on the second. You know what I mean? I'm here on the first. Every first, I'm going to pay you. I'm going to make sure somebody here to pay your ass. I don't like the paying up shit because they be real fluky with these contracts, too. You know what I mean? So we had four months. We put it up into like a, um, a money market account, you know, so it was making money on it on top of that. Same things I do with my finances, like my profits and shit, I put into a money market. So the shit that I do technically pay taxes on, I have that accruing to pay the taxes for. So I'm doing all this shit, you know what I mean? So I'm like, okay. And that, and that's too is why I was kind of comfortable with leaving, leaving Chase. And I had other money too that was coming in. So I wasn't really tripping. At this point, Chase was just like play money, those two week checks. So then I really didn't want to be in this bitch. Because I'm not even playing. I'm either here or I'm at the store. Because we had to lay our own floors. We did everything, bro. Because we didn't have the money to pay somebody to do that. So we did that. You know what I mean? We did the painting. We built the shelving. Every fucking thing. We did all that shit in your hand in the first store. So I'm like, you know, fuck, I'm ready. Like, it don't make sense to be here anymore. And then shit went bad. Shit always go bad before it go good, but shit yeah, went I, bad. I, I, I feel like most people don't even got that mindset to to know what to do if they did save that money up. Like yeah, most yeah. people wouldn't put their money in that account so that it accrue interest. Like, you know, yeah, so. and that and that's their and that's their fault. But sometimes too, I was on the radio the other day and I was telling them like sometimes it is our fault too as entrepreneurs because we don't really tell people how how our life works. They see the glam and the glitz of it, and they think what we're able to do, which is not what we're actually able to do. Right. <laughs> Y'all think because we could just pick up and go, I could just take a flight to France tomorrow. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have a bunch of money like that. You know what I mean? I don't have a bunch of money like that. And and, it's, and it, you won't even notice that in an entrepreneur until they get to the next plateau. Because an entrepreneur just who, let's say he got 50 bands on him at all the time, which to a lot of people is a lot of money. money. But to a hustler, it's not a lot of money. So let's say he just always got 50 bands on him. You're not going to notice that in his lifestyle because as that $20, 20K check come in, he put that into other shit. Right. You know what I mean? You only notice it with the big wigs because they have millions. They don't have to use all their money for investment. Right. They can just take a million a year and invest that, and they can continue their lifestyle. A very small percentage. A it. very small chunk. So that's why you notice it with them, and then you only see them because they're the entrepreneurs who are on TV. A mom and pop ain't going to be on TV. You know what I mean? They, they'll be on social media, so a lot of people are getting hip through that. That's why I do love when social media is used for, for good. You know what I mean? 
but it's not the same type of marketing. So it's not the same type of imagery. They're still stuck in that Wolf of Wall Street. Like I, I the money's here, so I gotta live this lifestyle. It doesn't work like that. You know what I mean? That's just them. There's a lot of fucking millionaires who are very frugal. Bro, I, There's a dude I, in Japan I, I, who's I, worth like a hundred million. He only lives on like ten percent of his um of his money, and then the rest he donates to charity. Like bro, <laughs> that's exactly how I would be. He live in a regular life. house and everything. Bro, he exactly worth a hundred million. That's who I am through and through. Like mm-hmm. my brother used to call me the dad off of everybody hates Chris, bro. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm a nigga. I don't like spending money. Big on Julius. Nothing, bro. <laughs> Man, what? I'm like that too. I'm frugal. Except the shit that I... But everybody to me has those things. I have things that I don't matter. It don't matter. You know what I mean? That's food for me. Like, that's food. <laughs> that's everything. There's some $1,000 gold what? chicken wings in New York City that I want to try, oh, no, nigga. I can't do that. I They're gold-plated chicken wings. They're $1,000. There's six of them. No. And it's all types of gold on them and spices. And he, he spent five years hey, making bro. these wings, hey, bro. bro. Them golden chicken wings can kiss my mother. Hey, you man. got gold poop, no, bro. I'm not doing it, bro. A thousand. I wouldn't. I, wouldn't I, do I don't have no cap with food. I'm going to spend some money on some food. I couldn't do it, bro. And I, I will spend money on like that on something that is going to last us long term. Like... When it comes to going out and getting furnitures or beds, mm-hmm. I'll spend top dollar for some shit like that okay. because that's something that we're going to be using it for the out. next couple of yeah. years. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Like some food, nigga. That shit going in 10 minutes, bro. Yeah. <laughs> See, I don't give a fuck, bro. It's worth it because I'm going to be thinking about this meal the rest of my life. My other thing would be electronics. I'm going to spend money. Like, that's the thing with people, are like, how some people are, like, you know, they change their car every year. Like, we're going to be the TV, the stove and shit. I'm going to be changing this shit. Yeah. But, two, I'm a different type of nigga. So, like, even, like, my girl, I was explaining to her, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it, it's going to make sense because, like, I'm going to be selling the old one. Like, but also, <laughs> I ain't going to be pushing it on the street and just buying a new one. I'm going to sell this bitch and then try to upgrade it. Electronics also fall into that category we just talked about. That's something that you're going to use. Yeah, exactly. Term. Like, if exactly. I, if I I'm very hands on the camera. With it. I can use that Because I feel like I'm investing in it. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. I'm very hands-on with it. That's why I, I hate when people are like, y'all get the new iPhone every year. Like, yeah, it, it does new shit. Even the camera being a little bit better helps me tremendously. I got mine just for the camera. Yeah, that's why I'm about to go get the 11. I'm t- I love the A+. It's been good to me. This is the longest I've had a phone in a while. and I've had this for two years. That's the longest I've had in a while just because the businesses really started taking off. So most of my money is going into that. You know what I mean? Or my relaxation and, and kicking it. That's why I like coming out to Vegas because it's like it's just different scenery. You know what I mean? I say this every day. Like Columbus is like Gotham, literally, bro. It's just always cloudy. It's dark as fuck. You never see the sun in this bitch. That shit is depressing as bro, fuck. Listen. It randomly started raining the other day. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I'm gonna tell you- first moved to Vegas, bro. I didn't realize how Columbus was growing up in Columbus. So yeah. I first moved out here. I'm with my brother. We go to Walmart. Mm-hmm. I see this motherfucker staring at me, bro. And you know, back home, that you don't stare at nobody, bro. Yeah. So I say something. I'm like, bro, you know me or something? Like, nigga, what's up? <laughs> my brother was like, no, nah, chill, chill. It ain't like that out here. I'm like, why is this nigga just staring at me, bro? And Put then, the safety you know, on. Here we are three years later, bro. I, I get used to being out here. Yeah. I go home. And I'm just looking at everybody got a mean mug on their face. Everywhere you go, like, trying to look super tough because you got to be like that. Because, yeah. you know, niggas will try you. Yeah. If not, otherwise, bro. Always got to keep your guard up. Whew. 
Think about it too. Like even the conversation is different out here than out there. Out there, it's a lot of complaining. It's a lot of how shit went wrong. You know what I mean? I be in the store here and just hear how positive people talk and how they are. They talking about getting some money. They talking about taking a trip. They talking about being happy. You know what I mean? In the city, it's a lot of complaining. It's a lot of finger pointing. It's a lot of like, damn, I was dealt a shitty hand. Like, nigga, we was dealt the hand we was dealt. That's why I was glad. <laughs> That's why I was glad I came and seen this shit before I had kids and all that shit. Because it yeah. was so easy for me to just take my little life and move. But I was gone. Yeah, yeah. I never looked back. I come home and visit. But uh, I, moved back life for like, I moved back for like nine months one time, bro. And it took that nine months for me to be like, oh, yeah. This ain't for me. Nope, I'm gone. Yeah, I've been had. I'm, Columbus has been like a temporary for me. I've never really felt at home there. You know what I mean? It's just somewhere I am. But two, with the business shit, I just want to leave something there. So I was thinking like I'll probably do like a little storefront. It won't even really be crazy functional. Just something. You know what I mean? But yeah, the West Coast has always been my end game. Like, I always wanted to retire in Cali. Yeah, that's all. I mean, it's always home for sure. Yeah, I can go back. You know, it's going to feel good, too, being gone and going back. Because I've done that before. Like, I've been away for a minute and then came back. And I'm like, oh, you know, it feels good, but I'm ready to go again. <laughs> I also know what comes with this. There's shit that happens. Like, there's shit you see, you can't unsee. You know what I mean? And especially every time you go back to the city, it's the same. It's the same people doing the same shit, complaining about the same problems that they ain't about to fucking fix. And no opportunities, bro. You know what I mean? So it's like, no, it's, it's, it doesn't really look inviting at all. <laughs> it's, like, it's like call center, warehouse, retail. Yeah. Or streets. And I, don't nobody want to do We did all of that shit. I don't want to do none of that no more. My first job's coming. Yeah, I don't, I've been through the temp service. I don't want to do none of that shit ever again. <laughs> shit was exhausting, bro. When I was working at the concert, and there wasn't about nothing more than the hoes. Boy, I swear to God, that's all niggas thought about at work. Hell yeah, goddamn concert. Concert was like fucking Columbus State. Yeah, I didn't go to Columbus State, but I feel like that's what Columbus State (laughs) fucking feels like. Feels like another fucking four whatever years of high school. I was at Chase for three years, bro. Oh, my God. And that was my first call center job. Bro, you remember how they used to have the, the little chat on the computers to where everybody could see the group chat and yeah. the whole, man, bro, why these two girls started talking about me on there? Bro, I'm like, y'all crazy. Y'all. Did you respond to it? No, bro. I act like I didn't know what the <laughs> This ain't me. They talk about like somebody Jay, else. everybody. Like, shut up. Oh, bro, that's like, sick. What? Yeah, I used to get caught up on them chats. Bro, I used was, to get honestly, emails. I didn't even know. I was so young and dumb, bro. I could have probably could have sued the fuck out of them for that shit. Yeah, I used to get emails like, uh, watch what you're talking about in the chats. I'm like, oh, my bad. <laughs> got a look. Thought this was AOL Messenger. Got a little comfortable up on this bitch. Long job, senior, man. I'm like, oh, it's crazy. <laughs> That's fucking sick, man. You, bro, see, you wasn't even. Y'all never came out here. When I was around 21 to 25, bro, y'all, y'all never came. I came out here on, like, a vacation type shit, but no, nah, not. Oh, this was, was his first time say, coming yeah, last year. Bro, listen. Yeah, yeah, we was in Cali. We should have. Oh, my God, bro. It was shaking like bacon. I ain't gonna hold you. I was out there every night <laughs> on the strip, man. Working the strip. Popping. <laughs> 
That shit died down too. It ain't like it used to be for real. Yeah. Social media changed a lot, bro. It's more like, touristy. Yeah. Not even just that, like going to the clubs now, bro. Like oh, everybody yeah. in their own little section with their little phone out trying to record a picture of some bottles they didn't pay for. Trying to look cool for social media. Yeah. Don't nobody want to talk to nobody. It's like the end of paid in full. What you mean? Remember you when he was on the movie set? Yeah. He was like, man, all this fake jewelry now yeah. shit. We used to really be out here. <laughs> exactly how it is, bro. Like, we used to really be out here doing this. This shit fake as hell. Man. It's, it's, everything's a production. Bro, you even got niggas who do that. Like, they go and sit in a section with a bunch of niggas that pay for shit and they ain't pay nothing on it just to look like they got they got it like that. But at the same time, like... Have you ever been in a crowded ass section where it ain't no room to stand no more? Like my nigga, everybody don't got stand back here, bro. That's not even a good looking itself. But yeah. that's social media for you. Like everybody want to look good on camera, bro. That's, that's yeah. Do it for the camera without putting in the work. No work. And that's why I hate that words. People don't know how to use words and shit. So words like arrogant, shit like that, get a bad rep. But it's like to me, you can brag and boast if you do the work. You know what I mean? I don't like Floyd as much as the next nigga, but shit, can't nobody say nothing to him until you beat him. And that, that That's the difference between him and Broner. That's literally the only difference. Because they, if he was losing, we would look at him like we look at Broner. But when you work for something like that, I don't have a problem with you displaying that level of confidence, bro. Like, he, you talking about a nigga that's at the top of the game of what he do. Yeah. Now, if you one of these motherfuckers who... Ain't shit, but you out here living like you is, bro. That's a whole different. Yeah, that's a problem. Me, yeah, no, for sure, because you're not backing it up. You just you trying to fake it to live it. There ain't no honor in that. <laughs> like I can't commend that ever. You know what I mean? You want us to give credit? You credit for something you didn't do? Why would we do that? Basically, what what do we gain from doing that? <laughs> that don't make no sense. You know what I mean? But then it started being family members and it started, everybody started being sensitive. Everybody started being sentimental. So people started faking the funk for their homies. People started holding up, you know, props and shit in the background to help their homies lie in pictures and shit. <laughs> I could never. I could never. I seen a dude trying to flex, talking shit to a girl on the book, bro. And this nigga pulled out some prop money, bro. And it's so funny because... I know exactly what prop money look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? Just from just from research from when the niggas was doing music and shit, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I didn't even say nothing, bro. I was like, I ain't gonna hate on this game, bro. <laughs> I How dare the, you? The driest little paper dollars, bro. They were so sharp on the edges. I'm like, dog. Oh my god. Just to just to try to pretend like you got something. Like even if you pull the female off of that, bro. Right. Eventually, they're going to find out the truth. You can't sit exactly. there and fake it, and they're not going to find out, bro. Yeah, when you leave with a lie, you got to keep lying. No, the sir. truth ain't never going to come out of that shit. Absolutely. I, I never, I don't get that. I don't get that at an older age. I get why we were kids doing that shit. Kids are dumb. Bro, They're learning like, the world. I get why we did a lot of the shit we did. I feel like our parents' generation... And generations before that were a lot more mature than we were. Like they had, yeah, they to, had to a lot be faster, though. right? Than we do. Like yeah. at thirty, my aunt and my, I think about like looking back at life, like nigga, they falling to buying their first house, they doing all this shit. I mean, I see it now too, but like 
they didn't act like we do, bro. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because they didn't have social media and shit to. Nah, it was their parents. They cared more about their, how their parents wanted them to live, and we did it. You know what I mean? And that fucked a lot of them up, bro. That pressure of being something by 30 and being married by 18 and having kids by 25, like, that fucked a lot of their generation up. That's how the drugs came into such crazy play because they couldn't keep up with their parents' expectations of who they wanted them to be. And a lot of them didn't even want to follow this path, but mom's a baker, so you a baker, nigga. Dad a cop, you a cop. The fuck? But you, you got to think. You want to be a pilot. The generation before them wasn't too far removed from barely being allowed to learn to read and write type shit. That's where, like, we not too far off from that. So I see how to eat. Oh, it was necessary change, for sure, but also we have to acknowledge how how it affected us, how it created a lot of traumas in our lives. And only only reason we have to acknowledge it is so we can break the cycle of it. But when we don't talk about these things, it's hard to fucking break the cycle because I don't know what a lot of y'all are going through because y'all can't tell me. I don't think I even had nobody force me to try to be anything, though, simply off the strength of, nigga, my pops wasn't really around, you know what I'm saying? But so, you had to deal with the traumas of dealing with that. That's right. my point, you know what I mean? That shaped you to who you are today. Because if you he was around, you would be a completely different person. We probably wouldn't be sitting here probably right now. I would have been trying to be like that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so how that affected you. And when we speak on how something affected us and how it played a role, everyone... I get the stigma of society. It's fear. So everyone jumps to, oh my God, how did it negatively affect? No, sometimes someone not being in your life was a positive effect on you. Because like you said, you would have tried to be like them. You would have fucked them up. But again, you're not thinking like this. If one, you're not self-aware and two, you're not studying these things. That was the, I used to think I wanted to be a psychologist. So that's what I went to school for. That's what I studied the most. But I realized I studied it because it pertains to our lives. And it's very, very impactful. You know what I mean? Every All scholars, everyone says, like, psychology is like the science for African-Americans. Like, it's really, really meant for us. You know what I mean? Because we're the ones who actually are teaching it to the world type shit. So we need to know these things. We need to know how we're affected. Why am I so upset? Because this person is just in the room with me. They're not even talking to me, dealing with me. Why am I so upset that it's just in the room? And if that's not something that you're thinking about, you're never going to fix it. But if you if I can come to somebody and honestly say, like, yo, look, you don't even got to be that person. But I can say, like, when such and such is in the room, I just feel like I just want to kill this motherfucker. Like... What's up? What do you think that is? Like, you know what I mean? We need to have that conversation. Yes, you're saying something that's negative, but there's a reason you're saying that. So if we don't get to the bottom of that, you're just going to keep fucking feeling like that until either you kill this motherfucker or you just find restraint. Those are the only two options that can happen when you get to your breaking point. I always tell people, bro, the difference between a normal motherfucker and a crazy one is the normal person learn to ignore those thoughts in the back of their head, bro, because I've had thoughts before, but I'd be like, man, have, I should kill this nigga type shit, but my greater conscience always pulled me back to reality, like, bro, nah, yeah. you got shit going on, like, other niggas can't, don't got that control over themselves, so, yeah, people don't understand how, that's why it's such a, your mind is such a beautiful representation to me when it's like, it's looked at as two different people, because your conscious mind and unconscious mind are two different fucking people, for real. They think completely differently. You know what I mean? Our unconscious mind or dream state. I seen something on Facebook that really fucking was like really dope to me. And somebody said, like, dreams are basically just a realm where we live like conscious free. You're able to sin. You're able to kill who you want. You can sleep with who you want. You, there's no, you have no conscience. 
There's no judgment. So you do if you really if you want to be gay, you want to be in the closet. Your dreams, you probably going fucking nuts, bro. Listen, you know what I'm saying. Listen, think about that. So so they think on different. They have different playing fields and different rules. They don't play by the same rules. They're, your unconscious mind is very dangerous, bro. That, this is kind of a little bit off subject, but it's on the subject of dreams, bro. I was so proud of myself last night. I had a dream. You know how in your dreams when you try to run from something, yep. and for some reason you always run slow as fuck and can't get away. Why the fuck I get out last night, nigga? <laughs> you ran fast enough. Bro, I was gone, buddy. <laughs> about it. Fuck this. <laughs> and escaped. There was like some the terrorist attack going on somewhere, bro. And these motherfuckers chasing me, nigga. I got missing, bro. I was like, that never happened in the dream for me. I was like, maybe this might be my year. <laughs> yeah, for real. You change your mind, bro. And 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 again, that's a part of being self-aware. You know what I mean? I got to the point where I was like, I was like really into Inception. Inception. I love that fucking movie and that concept. It's really fucking dope. I seen that, but I don't remember what exactly happened. Is that the one where he was taking the meds and it was making him smarter? No, nah, that's Limitless. That's Limitless. Mm-hmm. Inception. What was Inception? Inception is Leonardo DiCaprio. They go into your dreams and steal your information and your secrets. I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they study dreams, basically, and they go into dreams and build worlds and put you in it, and you don't know that you're in a dream. So I've been, I'm, like, really into that shit. But, yeah, I was having dreams. I was studying that, and I was starting to, it was, like, pick up quickly. Some dreams, like, especially when you're a person who really think about it. Like, I love deja vu and shit like that. You know what I mean? So I'm really into this shit. I read about it, everything. So some dreams, you know, like you just know you're asleep. Something that happened and then you're like, okay, this. But some dreams are very vivid and very, it feels like we're sitting here in this room having this conversation. You know what I mean? And most deja vu visions are like that. You're actually seeing it play out. Exactly how it's going to fucking play out in the future. Well, you know, time is relative. But like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly how you're going to see it again. Literally. And see, I've never play. studied deja vu. What, the, what, what, that, what, is, what do they say is the cause of that? It's because crazy. I have no idea. It's the idea. weirdest thing. It's the weirdest yeah. feeling because you know exactly when it's happening. Like, bro, I've been here before. I've seen this whole exact scene play out. And, it, and then the word for word, you're sitting there listening, and they don't even know that you're noticing that it's happening. But you do, and it's like, where does that come from, bro? So basically, deja vu is, it, it would be under the realm of, like, time isn't, time isn't relative. So time isn't on a timeline. So we're not going from, you know, left to right. Time is all over the place. So some things we've seen before, we've already experienced, basically. You know what I mean? And that's our subconscious mind, like, projecting that back to us. And that, which, that in itself blows my mind because it's the thought of, so wait, was I here in this exact body? Doing the same shit before Like is this a tape that was rewound And played yeah. again like, Or you know and there's so many different ways To explain you know understand that And that's and that's how I like to think about it Cause I mean, it makes sense What if we are living the same life Over and over again Think about it That's like to say history is due to repeat itself You know what I mean That means we're just a bunch of people Doing the same shit Using the same thought it's, it is so many fucking ways. That's that's why I love this shit. That's why I love psychology. Because nobody's right and nobody's wrong. And in the end, does it fucking matter if somebody's right and if somebody's wrong? I like Do we really care? Liberal arts in general, bro. You know what I mean? Sociology. If somebody just came to you like, okay, this is the secret to the universe. 
blah, blah, blah. Would you change the way you live? Or will we still live, you know, based on what you want to do to tomorrow, what you want to do next week? I feel like too many of us wouldn't really change. I don't feel like a lot of people are looking for, like, the meaning of life. You know what I mean? Oh, no, bro, because in that aspect, like, if somebody tell you the secrets of life, like, it depends on what that entails, bro, because at the end of the day, information do Why change Why would you. it, though? Information always changes you as you go through life. You know no, what I'm No, absolutely, but if you're, but what are you, so what are you living your life for? What are you trying to do? For me, I'm, I'm just... I'm living for my kids right now, to be honest with you, bro. Yeah, so what are you trying to do? Like, you know what I mean? What, what Are you trying to build up a business? Are you trying to just have a family and a, a, a nine to five? Are you like, what are you trying to do? What What is, what do you get up out of bed every morning to go do? Like, okay, this is what I'm building for the next five, the next 10, the next 50 years. My goal is to make sure that when I leave, I'm able to leave them something behind. Okay. Whether that's property, whether it's a business. Okay. You know what I mean? But as of right now, all I'm doing is saving. I'm so saving, you're building saving. a legacy, basically. I have to leave something behind for yeah. them, bro. That's, that, you call I it a legacy, you call it whatever you want, but uh, that's really the most important thing to me. Like, it used to be all that dumb shit, like nice cars and clothes yeah, yeah, and all yeah. that, but... Like now, I, I'm I'm what my main goal is to just make That's sure real. I leave something for them, bro. That's real. So one step at a time. We we working on getting the house. Okay. Now, but that's just the start. Yeah, I think. Okay, so I'm living like every day, day to day. What I'm trying to do. I would say to to relax more than anything. You know what I mean. To, like, retire. Like, I don't want to work. I fucking hate work. Work sucks. I'm just a hustler. I know I have to do certain things to get this result. Like, A plus B equals C. No matter how you feel, you know, during these days, no matter what's going on, sister's got her period. Like, it don't fucking matter. A plus B equals C. It always will work that way. You know what I mean? So, if I want to be able to relax, and B is my family needs to be straight, C is I need to do this. I need to have a business. I need to have a steady income. I need to. This is what's going to help me get what I want and them get what they want. Because that's what my C is. You know right. what I mean? It's me and them. It's not just like family. So it's like for me, I think it'd be to relax. And that's why I go so hard right now in business. Because like if I can get to the point at 40 that I can retire, I'm retiring. I'm going to have my brand Maybe one that's like I'm going to keep because that was like my baby. That was my starter. Like, that's the one I'm going to hang the plaques on the wall. Like, it's going to mean so I'm going to want to see that every day. You know what I mean? Like, I did. we still have this. The other ones, I'm going to sell them bitches. I'm, I don't, I, I, I'm starting businesses that I'm putting my kids' names on so they can get that residual. You know what I mean? But mine, like shit that I do that to get us to this point and now we're here, like I, I could part ways with them. It's not about that to me, you know, and I'm learning that. I used to think I love basketball and I love this and I love and I do love those things, but that's not my life. Right. And I knew one day I had to give those things up when I walked into this. Right. I never thought I could take this with me everywhere. You know what I mean? And I went against that. I went into coaching and shit. And then I was just like, wow, coaching is not for me. Right. <laughs> and I'm good it. at it. And we and the kids was good and I fucking loved them. But I couldn't have my life. You know what I mean? I'm substituting this one, this job for another thing that... Tell you what that is. 
or how that's going to look for you or how that's going to play out in your life. I don't know, but it's find your peace. Whatever the fuck it is you want to do. Bro, you, you, fu- you, as long as you're not hurting yourself or nobody else, go ahead. You even learn lessons from your kids because it's funny you was talking about that, bro. I'm sitting there watching Kung Fu Panda with my son. That's his favorite movie. And that's basically the message of that movie. Like, he, when he, he trying to figure out how to teach people how to be like him. And then there was a point where he realized, like, oh, shit, I can't teach y'all to be like me, but I can teach y'all to be the best you that you can be. And that was the secret. Like, so that's that's really how that go. Like, be the best version of yep. yourself, bro. Don't, don't focus on what the next motherfucker do. Yep. And that how works. That's what they is or when they got it. Like, And that works because that's a leader. You know what I mean? That's why there's no secret why these companies like Google, like Facebook, do as well as they do. You know what I mean? Look at their infrastructure. Like, Google's probably always rated one of the top five places to work, like, as a career. Like, you could retire from here because of how good they are. They got villages for But they're only good because they just give their workers the proper environment to do what they do best in. They probably don't got all these crazy scripts. They probably just tell them to come in. Like, we need a commercial. Like, get on that. You heard of Zappos? Yeah. They actually do a tour out here for they for their business so you can see how they run it. So while they're working, you can you can register for a tour. They take you through the building and they should like they got a life coach in the company that like for example, this guy went in there and he told him he was like his main goal is to he wants to be a musician. Bro, they put him in position to do those things while he was still working there, making good money. Yeah, they pay for them to go to school. They do all of that shit, bro. That's how all companies should be. Bro. Exactly. A lot of them and you would get the bro. best. That's why they're the best. There's no circ. They don't do nothing. Amazon don't do nothing better than none of the fuck all y'all other places they took their business from was doing. They just know customer service, and y'all don't. Y'all still do not know how to treat people, and y'all thought motherfuckers would never leave because y'all was the only ones on the block. Who was it? Facebook and somebody else, the first ones that told their employers they can uh, work from home over this, this virus shit that's going around. They was like, yeah. we want y'all to work from home. Most people wouldn't do that. Oh, they they're not going to, to do work. that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't care how Wear a mask. <laughs> That's the way it should work. Bro. I ain't got shit to do with that. I ain't sick, so you can get your ass in here. <laughs> it should, but they're not going to, bro. Because, again, you have to have forward-thinking people to work at Google and Facebook and Amazon. Bro, when I was in Germany, that work week was six hours a day, bro. Can mm-hmm. you imagine that? It would be love. It would actually be more productive. Man, what? We get drowsy in that last two hours to when that's really when we should be going the fuck home. Because, like... Especially when, uh, and I'm talking about drowsy on a work day, like I was really working, nigga. I was sending emails, I was checking shit, editing shit, deleting shit, calling motherfuckers back. I was working. <laughs> Helped Miss Susan out. <laughs> she been crying for a week. Man, I'm ready to go. Three o'clock, I'm ready to go. Two hours left. And it's slow, it's, it's dragging, they tired, they ain't even calling in no more. Like, bro, let us go. Six hours will be the way. Why am I still here? Because a majority of the day is taken up by not even just being on the clock, but then you got your lunch break in between, so you're still there. Then the time it take you to get ready, the time it take to get home. like That's an extra hour down there get in travel, depending on where you work from. Some people got an hour to and from. For me, it used to be an hour both ways. I said, some got to give. <laughs> every <laughs> every day, I, every hour, it was 30 minutes to oh, 30, 30 minutes back. home. So every day, day, I'm like in traffic. And it's mild traffic. It's nothing crazy, but it's traffic. I hate traffic. 
I live my life between motherfucking 11 and 3, nigga, when y'all motherfuckers is at work. <laughs> I'm in Walmart, ain't no lies, ain't no motherfucking people. <laughs> I'm going to the mall. <laughs> lunch hour would be crazy. Yeah, yeah, and Easton, yeah, but I'll I be all over. So, like, but I, that's when I do most of my shit. That's when I do my lunch meetings and shit. Like, I love power lunches. I love going out to eat and doing shit like that. I live a whole different life. And I think people... Too, they don't understand that part that people being able to live that life and do that shit look to where how people live in Beverly Hills you know what I mean it's not they're no different than fucking you they just have the money to be able to do that they figured out the means so they can do that all the time most people at work if they had the money wouldn't be at fucking work Damn, bro. <laughs> they would be walking around kicking it exactly you wouldn't even be thinking about work it's not that they're better than you or they do anything special they just honed in on something they were really fucking great at and found out how to monetize it. You know what I mean? Like, I can't be mad at them for that, for wanting to fucking do that shit. Be in Beverly Hills and live like that. Some of them, some of them start with a, a huge leg up. You do got something that worked from the bottom. But somebody did that, is what I'm and saying. They, and they passed somewhere down the line. I can't sure. blame them for benefiting from that. Sure. You know what I mean? But we definitely can call them stupid when they don't, when they don't double it up. But I think, like... Can you imagine back when we they say we were supposed to get 40 acres, for example? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine if we was just simply giving that land, bro, how much that land would be worth right now? Yeah, I'll be watching much. these tiny houses shows yeah. where they be building tiny houses. He'd be like, oh, yeah, my grandpa just gave me this land, and yeah. we just built the tiny house. Can you I imagine wish. having the land to build a little house on I you, wish. Bro? I wouldn't be paying rent nowhere, but and he got to buy some land first, for sure. And we and people would have fucked it up. You know what I mean? And I don't even mean that to be negative, but people would have fucked it up. Some people would have would have made it work, too. It would have been like, like these companies and these stocks. It would have been like Uber and Facebook and Twitter. Like, niggas didn't believe in it, but some niggas seen that vision and, and kept that 40. Yeah, <laughs> and put that 40 in a trust oh. in their grandkids' name. They oh. don't even... I'm not going to use this, but... My great grandkid might use this, and now Buddy then came into some land. You feel me? I was thinking it's like gonna the, be the, people the, like the that on era, both ends. The crack era would have had niggas would have been selling land. that forty right back to them for for a hundred dollars because they don't even understand how land works. Yeah, how much it costs. You see an old rundown lot, and nigga then took you to. You probably. How much you think this rundown lot worth? Shit, one hundred and fifty. Shit, I I got one hundred and fifty for you right now. You know what? And that's just like, <laughs> like the, uh, you see that video of that guy who had the bitcoins early on. Yeah, and he and he showed people online how to buy a pizza with that bitcoin. That's like if he would have held on to that money he used for that pizza, it was like a crazy amount of money, bro. But just not knowing at the time, so that do make sense. Like you, you got to be forthcoming, you- bro. And 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 you got to have that. You know what I mean? A lot of people won't have that. It'd be no different. That 40 acres would have been a fucking income tax check. That would have been the same thing, yeah. nigga. That would have been on. spent. As soon as you told me how much it was, 40 acres? All right. Really be acting <laughs> acres sounds small as fuck. So I'm thinking 40 acres is probably nothing. Uh, shit, give me, give me $400 for that real quick. Bro, people really be acting different on income taxes. And it's so funny to me. Like, so, and, yeah. I, and I'm not, I'm just not a naive person. You know what I mean? So if I see you act... That way in this manner I'm going to assume you act that way Like in any similar situation to this If a nigga gave you an abundance of something You're going to blow through it You couldn't even control your fucking self To turn this into residual Bro you know what I do When we get our taxes back 
I pay up as much bills as fucking possible for mm-hmm. that year. So the first half of the year, everything that we're making, we can save it. Mm-hmm. And then by the time next year come around, like, mm-hmm. like if we went to Hawaii last year, bro, <laughs> we spent a nice little chunk of change. And you're going to have to. When we came back, life smacked us real hard, real fast, bro. Yeah. Went through it for a couple months, and I was just thinking to myself, like, why did I have to spend that? Can't like, do that no more. I don't I don't, I don't, don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Until I got some sort of residual income, bro. All that, trying to take these nice-ass trips, all that nice-ass clothes, all that shit is over with, bro. Mm-hmm. I need some residual. And think about it. We're, we, we will be hustling to get our money. But that's no different than living like a nine to five. We're basically saving up money to go on a trip to be broke again to make some money. How long? That's almost as bad as them gold wings, nigga. Yeah. Oh god, spending no fucking six thousand dollars for no four days, bro. Yeah. I'm cool. I was so salty at myself for doing it, man. Four days, three nights. Oh, bro. And the sick part was... All inclusive. They hit you with all the jabs. They snatched my income taxes from me last year for some school loans, bro. Oh, damn. I was so hurt, Russ. Damn. I'm expecting to get $6,000 in my direct deposit. I got a letter that was like... No, you ain't. (laughs) What, 6,000, punk? This nigga was literally walking into your account. They came in, came and picked that shit out of their head real quick. Eight fifty nine. Uh, before you put that deposit in there, nine. Let me uh, let me hold that real quick. I'm gonna holler at him. We we done already sent him a letter. (laughs) That's fucked up. That's how child support be snatching my shit. That's why I don't fucking pay my taxes. Fuck taxes, man. I'm sick of that shit. Bro, when you see when you see people that we was around growing up, that's that's successful and shit on, on social media or whatever. Yeah. Do you do you notice like when people are flashing money or certain shit, it attracts more people, bro? Mm-hmm. Like I remember a few years back, I had posted some money on my Instagram. Niggas that I ain't talked to in forever coming out the woodwork. Oh, it's been up with you, bro. Like some niggas that say it under the picture. Looking some niggas good, put it looking in the DM good. To make it look smooth. Like, and it's like certain certain niggas that just like it that I ain't. I'm like, bro. And I be feeling like people be wondering why when these niggas blow up, they don't come back and fuck with y'all. But it's because everybody look thirsty. It look like y'all niggas want something all the time, bro. Yeah, what is yeah. that? Looking, looking like y'all trying to be a new somebody's flock. What is that? Like they're trying to ride their wave type shit. Do they think they're going to come up off you? Or That's what I think that is, is, bro. Because they don't see niggas coming out of Columbus. So it's like you see somebody, you want to ride that wave. Like, oh, I want to rep Columbus and be the wave. But you, I'll, I'll, you, you ain't hit, with them doing shit, though, in their real life. Bro, I've hit niggas up, you know what I mean? Some, some cool shit, you know what I mean? Just saying what's up to an old friend type shit. And they act kind of, kind of funny. Most people would take that shit personal, but me, I understand it because I know what the fuck they going through. It's like it's hard to decipher who's real and who's not. Now. Yeah, we are we are mad fucking defensive, and I think those lines got crossed when we start just everybody was calling everybody friend. We stopped having a real definition for them kind of fucking words. The lines got crossed. And more people that we was having thinking our was our friends were really just my hooping the nigga I know through hoop. 
Or the motherfucker I play the game with. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it's cool that they're just that. That's just what the fuck y'all are in life. Why can't I be honest about that? Why I gotta call you a friend and you ain't really my... You don't know shit about me. Let's do a social experiment, bro. <laughs> and we just go on the ground and act like we hit some crazy money out of nowhere. <laughs> For like a week straight, bro. This nigga trying see, to create some guinea pigs. See the feedback on that shit. Because it's weird to me, bro. Like, I, I noticed that Oh, they gonna come shit, out the woodwork. And, like, whenever I, I went through periods where I was struggling, bro, and I needed help, niggas get missing, bro. Oh, yeah. Whoa. They stop answering their fucking phones. Yeah, that'd be my last straw. I I treat them friend. I treat friendships like relationships. Like, like, yeah, that's my last straw. I'm gonna reach out, try to be on some cool shit. You know what I mean? But if you start acting weird, this friendship is over. What you thought was a friendship is over. I don't give a fuck who it is. I can't fuck with you no more, bro. You know what I mean? Because I don't ever want to be. I'm like I'm cool. So I don't ever want to be in a jam and then I can't depend on you or rely on you. I'm not fucking with you. It was no different than when we was younger. Like if you wasn't gonna fight, you not I don't even feel comfortable bro, with you coming bro. to the club with us. I don't I can't trust you, bro, because if somebody trying to hurt us, what the fuck you gonna do? Bruh. Stand across the street. <laughs> Bruh. Now everybody in the car wanna fight you. Exactly. You done created a whole mess now. <laughs> I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't even go out with people I didn't feel that comfortable enough yeah. like that for because at the end of the day, yeah. you're still putting yourself in the situation. And people got to understand that is not, and, and that's just me, again, I would know your heart. That's not an every time situation. There are certain fights that definitely I would not jump into, you know what I mean? And I see where this, the fuck, where this is going, I'm cool. But if we in a situation to where it's like, it's fucking three on three, you know what I mean? And now I'm making it two on three. Like, that's lame, bruh. Like, that's lame as fuck. Like, you should, I, I can't be around you. You know what I mean? You trying to take me into a gunfight. Like, nah, I'm cool. Like, you go enjoy that. <laughs> the people that I kick it around, the reason why I would fight for them. Yeah. And I, I have gotten to, to fights for other people at the club and shit. But it's because the people I kick it around... Ain't never the type of nigga to start no shit with nobody. You feel me? Oh, yeah. But I'm not hanging around with like hood a, niggas that's in there throwing up gang signs. It's like a like, beautiful catch 22. Yeah, we got five, <laughs> Like, bro. I'm ready to fight, but this nigga ain't gonna put me yeah, in no shit to yeah. where we gotta fight. Like, all athletes, like niggas that lift yeah. weights and strong and shit that is chill, bro. But niggas it's like if a nigga trying to fight me, I'm gonna beat your ass. Exactly. But nothing but you, you can say and do is gonna make me hit you. I'm only going to be hitting you because, like, you try to put your hands on me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you can say whatever the fuck you want to say to me. I don't give a fuck. Just don't touch me. Bro, I don't kick it with people that start shit. Bro. Yeah. I don't I don't like being around that type. Like, it's certain niggas that you used to know growing up. Nigga, if they go to a party, they was most likely going to end up in a scuffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like we already see, we already know what it is with you, yeah, and they be semi kind of starting shit some of the time too. It don't always be the other motherfucker. So <laughs> Sometimes your 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 nigga was tripping, like, bro, what's up? But again, you're right. I, I'm not around people who are doing that. And when I was like, and I seen that, I'm like, yeah, I can't be around you, bro. Like, and that, and that ain't even just on you know the strength of how I feel, like. I've had my mom tell me about people like it just don't feel right. You know what I mean? Like, and they see who picking me up and we about to go out. And she's like, nah, like it's a weird vibe off of them. And it's been some weird shit that happened. And I'm like, man, I had to start listening. Rob always been good at reading people, man. I told you we went to like 13 different schools, bro. 
So I had to get to Damn. know people all the time. So I learned to read people real quick. What? You run into the same type of people everywhere, bro. Why you got so many schools? Uh, mom was on that shit, man. When we was coming up, bro, a lot of people didn't know. Even when we was at Northland, bro, that was when my aunt took us in. And life got better at that point. But, like, prior to that, man, mm-hmm. everything me and Marcus had, me and Marcus was out there getting out it. Out there getting it. So yeah. it was just... It was different, but people would never know because we always seemed happy. We was always in sports. We was always doing this and that. Yeah. Oh, that shit wasn't pretty, bro. <laughs> that shit was not. That's crazy, man. Yeah, but that, crazy. but again, those are people you can trust. Those are people you can be around. You know what I mean? That's kind of how it was for me. Like, my, my basketball life was super private from, like, my home life. I'm like that now with shit. My business life is super separate. Like, most people I do business with don't know my personal life. They see shit on social media, and obviously people are going to think that's your personal life. You know, I had to stop giving a fuck about that, like, three years ago. Because I did used to give a fuck about that shit, and now I'm just like, that's silly. Like, because I don't even know what you're thinking, for one. And then, two, what I'm going to do, try to prove you wrong or prove you right. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I don't give a fuck for real. So pressure never really got to me, bro, ever. Ever. Yeah, I've never... That shit's weird, bro. I was never that nigga that you can be like, I dare you to jump off of this. I'm yeah. like, nigga, you jump off that motherfucker. <laughs> I didn't start smoking until I was ready to smoke. And everyone around me smoked. Same here. And it seemed like they smoked all the Same fucking here. time. <laughs> I'm just walking through clouds and shit. Like, <laughs> I'm cool. Grab bro, my was, beer. Going back to the couch. Smoking, bro. And it's crazy because I didn't start smoking until I went to college, bro. You, oh, okay. You ain't start smoking until, nigga. I think you was out here before you still wasn't smoking. Yep, for sure. So that was like... I started smoking three years ago. Yeah, that's crazy. Now you a motherfucking pothead. Yeah, bro. And I've smoked more than niggas that smoked their whole lives. <laughs> Soft flex. <laughs> I've become a connoisseur to this shit, bro. I be collecting trays and grinders and all that shit. I love weed. But that's and I'm just that type of nigga. Like I can't, I can't do something and not do it. You know what I mean? Like that's why I love food. That's why I can spend money because I'm gonna put myself in a position to make this shit make sense. You crazy for talking about thousand dollars? Thousand dollars for them wings, bro. I'm gonna do it. I can't never. I've spent. I can't even count them. How much money I've spent on food? How much money have you spent on food in one night at a restaurant? Oh my God! I, I want to know. About the I need to shit. know people's numbers. Nah, Russ, almost threw the fuck up the first day we got there. <laughs> so, so wait, yeah. the food wasn't inclusive. You had to pay yeah. for the food. We just buying food. Bro. Oh, so you wasn't on like a resort? No, no. We we was at a uh, we had an Airbnb, so it was like oh, so you just on your own on that bitch. We was out there. God damn. So we <laughs> to this spot the first day we got there, we having breakfast on the beach, right? Uh huh. It's like a continental style breakfast, a buffet style breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Eggs and all that shit. Now they had salmon. I don't eat. I don't eat seafood. Bro, oh, so eat chicken. She was like, uh, she was like, oh yeah, it's the best salmon I've ever had in my life. Oh, That's why they were smacking no it, right? Ass. Yeah. So meanwhile, I'm eating this nasty ass, these regular ass eggs and the fucking Motel six eggs, toast and shit, and then the bill come out, bro. <laughs> Three fifty. I said, what for the breakfast? For breakfast. I'm like, are we supposed to be coming here for dinner? Oh, man, that hurts. The so, dinner going to be a grand. Bro, the dinner, it was like five, bro. But at the same time, I was sick to my motherfucking stomach. Hawaii raping niggas. I didn't know they was doing it like oh, that. Bro, bro. Crazy. Like, 
We had a couple y'all a drinks state, my nigga. Y'all, y'all ain't no island, B. Y'all a state. We had a couple drinks and shit, too. But, bro, when I tell you, I seen that. The breakfast one really got me. I expected to spend for dinner. But when I seen that breakfast. Damn, bro, it's like, like that. For a buffet-style breakfast? I might have bro. to save up a little more for a wine. No, they was waxing niggas like that. You can you could probably go for a lot less than what we spent, bro. Oh, yeah, I ain't trying to get the jury package. Yeah, I, don't we need, I need just to. I ain't never been to Hawaii. I want to see if I want to come yeah, back. Package. We got a regular. Room. <laughs> we got a regular room. Yeah, you know that's saying? how I'm gonna be. I'm a regular ass nigga, even when I'm on the road, cause yeah, I'm just a homebody. Airbnb right on the fucking water, bro. Yeah. That's it. That'll be beautiful, man. I can't. I'm. I'm. I'm on the way to doing that type. Of, that's the shit I want to do, bro. I want to spend a year there, to just travel the food, travel the world, and eat food, bro. Try new shit. I could live there, bro. For real? I'm dead ass, bro. It's so I'm not a big beach person. I want the beach near me. I don't want to live on the beach though. Oh, bro, it was so peaceful waking up every morning just staring at the ocean, bro. No bullshit. Had a like little balcony and shit. How could you argue in a place like that? We Arguing did. has to be. <laughs> oh, did. man. Arguing gotta be forbidden there. Bro, we did for sure, man. You need to give yourself bro, a mental timeout. You arguing in Hawaii. And it wasn't really me, bro. I'll just be honest. He said did. it was. <laughs> we argued. Man. I was in it, but I, I wasn't one. I ain't trying to get in it. <laughs> All I'm just saying is when you go a place like that, make sure y'all itinerary is laid out as far as what the fuck y'all gonna do and what y'all wanna do. And don't go out there with no party poopers. Bro. So wait a minute. So have y'all been on multiple trips? Not no trips like that. Like not out. Okay. The, not out the states or whatever. Even though oh. the states, so like Cali beaches and shit. Little jet. Yeah, shit y'all gotta like build that. up to that, big dog. But like I ain't been young like, lovers out there. <laughs> young lovers, y'all gotta build up to them big trips. Don't just go on no big trip with your person because they ain't. Come on, don't do it. Like I feel like you gotta know who they are for real. Oh man, you gotta know what to expect because oh, then man. I can plan around this Hawaii trip to when I know we just gonna be in a good space. We still had a good time. Don't get me wrong. No, I'm not, and I'm not to say that you're having a bad time, but I'm not trying to argue on vacation. It's the itinerary shit. Like even when y'all be coming here, I'll be like, all right, let me know what club y'all want to go to before, so I can make sure shit like oh, that type of shit. She's just a schedule. So we know, but she's real about a book with everything and want to be on the schedule. I have no book. <laughs> I can't even say I'm buying the book. I don't own the book. <laughs> there is no book. I didn't know there was a fucking book out there for y'all. I go off feeling. When I'm ready to move, I'm ready to move. Like, I am the tortoise for sure. <laughs> like, I, I'm cool. Let's go. I, bro, and me, I'm the same way. I'm freestyling out there, bro. I end up going to the Walmart out there, the little smoke yeah, shop. Yeah, because okay. that's when you find the best shit, bro. bro I hooped out there. Yeah, I, yeah, I've been stumbling around fucking random cities I used to go to, find a good-ass diner, some good food. Yeah, find a good mall. Just my, aimlessly my, wandering. I knew my way around the island I was on before we left because we had a rental too. Yeah. Moving, I just don't like being locked into shit. And I used to be like that. Like, I've had some earlier girlfriends. Like, I've even brought to Vegas and done other things. And they were by the book and they were like that. They're just like that in life. Like, ugh. But they were like that. Like, and at the time, I could not deal with that shit. You know what I mean? She's like that now, but I'm, we're finding <coughs> middle ground with it. <coughs> I'm learning when I need to be like that, and I'm teaching her you don't got to be fucking like that all the time. You know what I'm saying? So we're we're working with each other. 
But at a younger age, I couldn't deal with that shit because I was a very free spirit. You I know what like I mean? The older you do, find that middle ground and everything. I feel like yeah. that balance and everything is the most yeah. Because you need because we are a little bit of everything we do, the good and the bad side of it. You know what I mean? It's just we all don't reach on the good side to our full potential and to the bad side. You bro, know what I mean? If you look at everything in life, it's two sides to everything. Absolutely, bro. two sides to everything. And when you find that balance, like I said. I remember coming up trying to play the nice guy role with all the girls. Yeah, and they, they like right they over. like they like rough. They I'm about to say get walked right over. Yeah, they like rough. And then I turned into the complete opposite. I was the hundred percent asshole. It's you got lovely. more play. Oh my god, bro! They were on it everywhere. I'm like, but then I found <laughs> that middle ground to where I'm both, and yeah. now I finally found a peaceful relationship. Like yeah. before, I was either one way or the other. Yeah. Like, and to me, that is a relationship. It's somebody that does make you feel both, but you, you're, it's a healthy amount of both. You know what I mean? And that's the thing that we got to realize. We're all the same. Like, we've all wanted to hurt a person to an extent. You know what I mean? But some of ours, I just want to hurt their feelings. Some of y'all trying to bash this nigga's head and want to rock. <laughs> you got to find balance, my nigga. It ain't, it's not that I don't want to hurt this motherfucker, but you, you're taking it to the extreme. I got to put this out there for them females, bro. They be wondering why all these men be assholes and it's hard to break that habit. Y'all like that shit for some weird reason, bro. Like I said. They like it. It rough. I was a nice guy, bro. I wasn't getting no play, bro. They they did. As soon as I turned into asshole Drake, bro. I think it's a dominant submissive thing. Because a lot of them were like that in the bedroom, too. I don't know. What the fuck? Especially on my nights when I be wanting them to, like, take over and they just want to be submissive. I'm like, you just want to be fucking submissive, don't you? I don't know what it is. (laughs) I like that shit. You think it's daddy issues? I think so, bro. (laughs) To be honest, like, that's really how I feel. That's what people say it is. Man, listen. I don't know what it be, bro. But I, I'll never forget, I was at Wright State Campus, bro, and uh, I ain't gonna say the nigga name, but I remember this nigga walked up to a female first day we there. <coughs> so, uh, you gonna let me fuck? Never knew her, never, this is the first words that came out of his mouth to her, nigga, got the number and everything, nigga, got the cheeks later on. I'm like, oh, it's like that? Like, I would have never thought to say no disrespectful shit like that. But it's now, like that. <laughs> now I'm about to go crazy. Did I, did I not just do it? Nigga, it's yeah, like that. What? <laughs> what? I ain't uh, wasting my fucking time this semester, nigga. And it's, it's either a thing like... I'm busier. I gotta got get it to you it. Don't. Either you got it yeah. or you don't. Because there is a certain... You know what I mean? There's a certain swag that comes with being able niggas, to do that. Bro. All females want the same niggas, bro. Like... You got a tear, just like we own females, bro. You got tears, bro. If it's 10 females in the room, it's probably three of them that everybody wants. You hear me? The other one is like, all right, I might take you, I might take you. Yeah, on a drunk night. But the three at the top is the ones that everybody looking at, like, damn, she bad. But you know bad, why that is, bad. though? TV, I feel like. The standards of beauty in America. I think it's because you can see a future with that person. With you the bad I mean? one? But why, no, because I always want the bad one, bro. It don't matter. I don't know what her personality look like, nigga. She look good. Oh, you talking about looks. Exactly, because you can't judge a personality. Oh, yeah, no. Nah, I mean, like, just... I'm talking about, like, the swag, how they carry themselves. It's just confidence, you know what I mean? Because, to me, again, when you look at people in certain situations, 
like a person who's in like a dead end fucking job they just won't leave and won't change their life outside of that job is typically a certain kind of way not everybody's not the same but they kind of live a certain kind of way when you know somebody that's just like super motivated super fit super we know people like that you know what i mean like we know a lot of people like that. You know what I mean? So you 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 just in your mind you think they are a certain way. And and people get into trouble with that in relationships. They see someone they're like, Oh, this is the eligible this is perfect. This is what I want. You got a good job, a good car, a good blase skill. So I feel like sometimes people associate beauty with that too, with success and with happiness. You know what I mean? And they fuck themselves. Yeah, it's not what you really want, but that's what you're telling yourself you want. But the people that you end up with that's like that, that you get to know all those personality traits with, is either somebody that, it's usually somebody that you spend a lot of time with, whether it be at work, school. So they get to know your personality outside of your looks. But like at the club environment, on first glance, bro, like you try to talk to a girl and you ain't got it, bro, they're going, no. Like I've seen yeah. couples where I'll be like, damn, bro, how did he get her? Like type shit, but they've known each other through work. Like they both was so cops. it's like reputation. They got yeah. to know their personality and look past yeah. their looks. But on first glance, bro, it's probably thirty percent of people you'd be like, oh yeah, we lying ten girls. That's not even something I would want to do. I would be concerned. You know what I mean? Well, what? Just pulling up on a bitch like, oh yeah, we fucking tonight, bro. And then she goes. I've never said no shit like that. I haven't either. But I've still turned into the asshole type of guy. Like I just. Yeah, but we're Play a different asshole. But that nigga was disrespectful. With yeah, you, see, I, but, I, but again, I wouldn't want a woman who would say yes to that. You know what I mean? I, I kind of want you to be disgusted. In college, you probably would have I wouldn't have wanted that. I didn't Because ha- I didn't have to do that, though. They was hopping in my DMs. Bro, because you was the I've never had an issue That's with that. <laughs> That's well, I never had an issue with that as an older kid. In, in elementary and middle school, I was, like, very shut off into myself. I was not popular. I was, like, known, but I wasn't, like, how somebody would say it's popular. You know what I mean? A lot of people just knew me for this or that or whatever because I did a lot of shit. But high school, I was popular. I was known. Like, niggas was talking about me at other schools type shit. I'm like, okay, like, this shit is getting crazy. You wasn't when you was playing that? Uh, what's, what middle school did you play again? Franklin. Franklin. Hell no. What? That's crazy. Like, I didn't even play on the team uh, all through middle. My first year playing basketball was sophomore year at Northland, bro, because everywhere I went, we had to move during basketball. Nigga, crazy. My brother and sister went to Bifflip Middle. Nigga, I was a Northsider. They was like hellions there. So my mom was like, I ain't sending you to Bifflip Middle. We're going to fight another school. I got into Franklin. I went to school with all Southside and hood niggas, bro. No one knew me in this bitch. I had to meet fucking everyone through fucking situations, good and bad, bro. Absolutely, absolutely, because I got a, I got diversity, and and they were different. They was dealing with different shit than my friends were up north. You know what I mean? It was a whole different lives. Like a lot of them was down there taking care of themselves on their own type shit. Like I gotta wake myself up and cook like myself me, breakfast like and bring us, myself to fucking school. Like us, I make sure I get to school. We on was time. like that at middle school, bro, and it's crazy. Like, but. I didn't experience that up north. Them niggas had parents in their house or grandparents in their house. Going all to all them schools was a blessing in disguise for us. And this is what I mean by basketball really saved my life. Like, nigga, wherever me and Marcus went, we was like the best basketball players at the school, period. So, you know, we was popular off of just that. But, like, when we got older, all them niggas at them schools like that, them hood schools we went to, that was gangbanging and shit, bro. I can't tell you how many encounters we done got into. Not, like... 
in a situation where I seen some niggas looking for some niggas to just pick on type shit, and then I happen to see one of the niggas in the group, they be like, oh, what's up, Dre? <laughs> Thank God, bro, type shit. Like, That's how it be so much. What? I remember 22nd niggas was deep in uh, the club. Look, they, bro, they look like they ready to fight a nigga. And then one of the niggas pop out of the crowd like, oh, what's up, Dre? I'm like, he one of us. He good. Ooh, we good. <laughs> he get a pass. Don't I touch his pockets. Want. I know what y'all want, though. I'm so I'm still about to get up out of here. Like, nigga, I'm gone. But that's yeah. funny. Yeah, I used to kick it. That's damn. That's back. I ain't. It's, and it was crazy too how much that was like a movie. Like I think about all the terrorists on me, especially in high school. Like. You know what I mean? Who you the know, fuck was I in the car? You know how that shit's like, in a sense, it's really like a movie to us. You know what I mean? Because I lived a different life. I was doing different shit. Like, I had parents in the house. I was going, doing different shit. So, to me, it was different. You know what I mean? But to them, it was like, they really left school and went to the streets. Like, went to the hood, went to the trap. You know what I mean? And that's what they did. And they did that shit for so long, so many years, bro, consistently. But them was my niggas. Them was all our, bro. We was with the terrorists for a little minute, me and Carl. Because them was our niggas. Like, them, them niggas told us, like, told me straight up, like, you ever got a problem, nigga, let me know. Y'all niggas hoop. You worry about hoop. Y'all niggas that need to be in the gym. <laughs> but if a nigga talking sideways, nigga, let us know. And they done came through for us, nigga, more than enough times. And me and Carl was talking about the other day, the fucking city game. We played Eastmore. That shit was crazy. Fuck. When we was there? Oh, 07, bro. Oh, I wasn't there for that. Bro, you don't you know, know what happened that game? Nah. Bro, oh my God. So Talking they, about the, cha- the, the championship? Yeah, the city championship. I was there for the championship. Oh, 07? Yeah, I came down there. Yeah, nigga, the fight, the brawl after the fucking game. No, I didn't see no brawl after no game. You serious? Bro. You don't remember that? I remember walking out with like 30 seconds to go because... I was trying to get up out of there early. Like, what happened after that? It was a brawl, bro. I, Marcus never mentioned that shit to me, bro, at all. Ask Carl. Twenty seconds fighting. No, the fans, the stands, oh, nigga. Wow. They had to get us in the locker room. Like they was on the court telling us, like, don't throw no punches. Like, y'all gonna get suspended because because playoffs. I swear, to bro. Listen, when the buzzer wow. went off. Because all the bleachers was like, you know, the bleachers was like, South, you could tell. This South Side, East Side, North Side, then the teams is spread in. Who just here for the teams? But it's like hood, niggas. Bro, I remember, this shit was crazy. I remember niggas was like betting on the game and everything. The only reason why I remember that game is because I remember Marcus. <laughs> that game was crazy. I was so fucking pumped. I was in that locker room, bro. Me and Debo punching lockers, yelling at these niggas. I was so mad at these niggas. Bro, that happened bro. right after the game? Yeah, when the buzzer went wow. on, bro. I just always had a sixth sense for shit like that. Bro. So it wasn't. So inside, it wasn't really. So and so as soon as the buzzer went off, all you see is all these niggas in red, bro. Get up, stand up, and rush the court. So then Northside figure out what's going on. So then they rush the court. So it's just a whole bunch of niggas on the court, a whole bunch of commotion. So we go into the locker room. Shaggy's in the locker room. You know we fucking puff. And we just beat these niggas. So we in the locker room going fucking crazy. Going puff. I was, man, I wanted to steal on a nigga, bro. I was in that crowd like, oh. A coach, coach Big fucking grabbed my ass up, bro. I swear to God. So they get to the parking lot. And it's like some shit. It's niggas like fighting in the parking lot and shit. Like Garland, them uh, niggas was in the middle of that shit, That shit was bro. an Otterbond, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, I, I was at the game, bro. And by the time we came out the lock, they wouldn't let us out the locker room. But we was trying to hurry up and get dressed and go out there, bro. That's I seen crazy. all the homies, you know what I mean? We know all the niggas. Like, I'm, I got to get out there, bro. That's so crazy. <laughs> and they kept us in the locker room. Like, nah. Bro, I always had a sixth sense for, like, getting out of some shit. 
right before some shit popped off, bro. I don't know what it was. We got two and two at uh, Gahanna. We played Riddles. We played Barrett Franklin. I didn't know that. We beat them niggas by 40. That's they tried to at. fight us when we was walking out of Gahanna, bro, because they was looking for D-Board. That's when I was at Wright State. I think I did. Uh, I think y'all did tell me about that situation, but I didn't Look care about the Gahanna police was there in five minutes. I didn't know minutes. about the championship, though, mm-hmm. bro. That's crazy. So I was like, he saw like, niggas fucking rush that floor. Wow. They had a lot of bookies to pay up, nigga, because we fucking beat them niggas, bro. I was so fucking. They and was we was talking shit the between them niggas. Yeah. Wow. They was niggas was betting on us and niggas was betting on Eastmore. That's crazy. That was like, bro, hell, that shit, bro. I swear to God. So during that time, niggas used to be like hitting me up type shit. Like, make sure y'all niggas kill. Like, I got money on the game. I'm like, shit, because, you know, we used to have, like, even during that time, we doing walkthroughs. Like, I'm going to the cages and shit. I'm still going everywhere I fucking go. So, that I'm like, damn. Like, it really had hit me when we was playing Eastmore. Like, damn, we really undefeated. Like, damn, like, this shit is really happening. <laughs> I, was to I thought we was going to win y'all state, bro. Win. We should have. We should have. didn't happen, y'all would have. Yeah, sure. yeah. They dumbasses, man. I talked to Demo and asked him what the fuck happened with that shit, too, bro. I still never got the whole story. I just heard they skipped school to try to get some ass. Yeah, and got caught up. Got Didn't caught. even get in trouble, but he found out about it and he suspended. And they couldn't play the second half. Um, I don't told. know. Somebody had to a tub, or they was late to a class. I think a teacher told. You know, I think much, bro was late getting back to you know school. How, how different y'all life would have been playing on that stage on the Ohio State's floor if that shit didn't happen that year. Yeah, bro. bro. I was so yeah. sad. I was, and, and we and we fucking missed death with fucking Pickerington North when we played little Ernie. Cause y'all lost the um, we lost the Newark Newark that year, <sighs> and they had that tall ass kid, right? Yeah, yeah, Greg. Which is and then they had the point guard. Up with. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, he was a problem. We had to put Corley on him, bro, because I couldn't guard him. And Corley, because I had him, fucking, I had fucking um. This white dude, so I couldn't even I couldn't even help. You know what I mean? Oh, he was eating. He was eating, bro, up, <laughs> eating him up. And it was that eating him up, like, like your nigga locked up, and you get he got the ball. He like, all right, he about to miss. I'm gonna like, go get the board, and he just kept making them bitches. I'm like, ugh. I didn't even see that game, bro. Yeah, that game was ugly, bro. It was, it was a dog fight too, and we were fucking playing bad, bro. Like the morale was just down because. He done chewed our ass out about this fucking suspension. Demo was like losing Draymond and Sully was like oh, losing y'all Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we lost we lost a lot, bro. We lost a fucking lot. And and we got we in our groove of all playing together. So now we're missing two pieces. That changes your chemistry. Because other high. niggas need to step up. You have to step up now. Cause both of them niggas used to get points. So we got to replace points and rebounds. Demo steals, Jared blocks. Demo's attitude, bro. Yeah, yeah, his toughness, his intimidation. You know what I mean? So we missed a lot with that shit. Now that, that shit used to be battles, bro. We was like really brothers for. I used to tell Marcus, I'm like, bro, can you imagine? I missed that shit. Right grade, and I actually got to play with y'all that year. Shit, that would have been crazy, bro. Probably 16, my senior year, bro. We would have won. We would have won. Uh, I wish I could. We needed another. We needed another tough, gritty point guard because they start. Well, we didn't have really, Demo. They they pressed us the whole Marcus was a fucking defender. game. He wasn't really a ball handler. Like his dribble package is real technical. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, that's not what we. We don't need him to do that all game. But Demo going try to Deion Waiters. He gonna try to split the D, get a bucket. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. 
But he gonna let you know, like, bro, come off the press or I'm about to be doing this all fucking game. <laughs> and my niggas is cool with this because we just try to win. I'll watch this nigga go for 40. Because y'all lame ass gonna keep the press on. He about to beat this bitch and lay it in, bro. And I'm just gonna fill in and get my buckets. That's cool. That's what we do in this game. We was like brothers for real, bro. And it was crazy because... Uh, we used to have so many little spats that people don't see about, and they don't understand the athletes. And they be seeing, like, mean? the LeBrons and the D-Wades. Like, I had times when niggas on the team where we not cool. Like, because, <laughs> like, you know, there's times when we super cool in school with certain people on the team. You super cool in school. But it's times, like, I'm not fucking with this nigga. But I heard about when you and Marcus was arguing. But, but on the court, practice. but when we on the, um, when we on the fucking court, you know what I mean? Me and Marcus was on teams, nigga. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. and we just being ourselves. <laughs> Assholes, that's what y'all was doing. And that was after that game, nigga. That was Pickerington North. Oh, we escaped yeah. the game that we should have lost. That's the only game of the season I definitively said we should have lost. Yeah, he told me everyone was cooking. He was going crazy, bro. And we was playing shitty. And then we was down three. D-Moore cussing everybody out in the fucking, fucking huddle. And I'm just thinking in my head, like, all right, Big Mouth, like, I'm going to get you the fucking ball. <laughs> so I get the ball and the fucking free throw line, do my little move. And I'm not going to cap, nigga. Again, Kobe's my favorite player. A little part of me was thinking step back three, nigga. But I'm like, I, I was thinking Westbrook, like, I got this. Fuck Katie, nigga, I got this. <laughs> but I'm like, nah, because this nigga yelling at him, you hit the shot, nigga. And he ran to the top of the key, bro, and got that bitch. And he was, like, crazy yeah. contested. Bang that bitch as the tie running out. I said, oh, we going to the OT. We turned it to our normal selves come OT. They didn't score a point in OT, nigga. That shit crazy. We fucking ran them niggas out the gym. <laughs> was that, wait, was that? That wasn't 07 when y'all played Finlay Prep. Was, that was the year after. That was the year. Yeah, that was after. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I was we played, um, we played Dayton Dunbar. And fucking beat them niggas in an invitational, bro. I think I was at that game, too. And beat them in an invitational. That's that? who beat Newark in the state, bro. Bro, I told you. <laughs> they beat them niggas by 30. Where did y'all play Dunbar at? Um, where was that invitational? I don't remember. And it was a it was crazy. Dayton, right? I think so. And it was like Cincinnati Muller was there. We was there. Dunbar was there. And we was the only team that came from Columbus. Every I other team was, was from other cities. I think it was a day. That game was hyped as fuck. And it was a little ass gym. Yeah, Them was, games be hyped, nigga. Was that uh, the Quan Cook senior year? Um, I don't think so, no. I think he was 06. 06. Yeah. So nah, he was gone. Wherever Yancey went, we that was like Yancey. That's who we was fucking. Yeah, he was with OJ Mayo. Yeah, so that's that's who we was playing against. So you know he was hollering. <laughs> we whooped they fucking ass, bro. The what? niggas was the niggas was shocked. They was like, cause we was the only team from Columbus. They expected us to lose, bro. They had the nigga Walker too. That we whooped they What's fucking the ass. Walker that went to uh, that went to the league. Something Walker. Um, I know you talking about black. I mean, he don't want to play with dark skin dude. Not Paul, not Paul Walker. That's fucked up. <laughs> Rest up, my nigga Paul. <laughs> Bill Walker, Bill Walker. Bill Walker. <laughs> he had the crazy he fucking hops. He with OJ, not Yancey. Nigga got held back a fucking few times, but nigga had crazy bounce. Same with OJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, nah, Yancey was like younger. He was like Jared and them. He was like a year before Jared. 
I get all the years mixed up now. Hell yeah. I do too. That was so fucking long ago, nigga. <laughs> How many years? Shit, 14? 13 for me. 14 years. It don't even feel years. like it because I still see these motherfuckers on Facebook all the goddamn time. <laughs> the same guy Saying the same guy. shit, doing the same stuff. Feel like I'm in a fucking time machine. I'm like, man, I, I would just, I can't do it, bro. It used to be like 10 years. I'm like, okay, if I'm, you know, I got to be different in 10 years or I feel like I wasted 10 years. Now it's getting down to the day. Like, <laughs> I need to be different tomorrow than I was today. Yeah, and you just, you keep constantly changing yourself. And that's what I'm on now. But then you realize it was a journey. Like, some people try to rush to being healed. You don't get to pick the day that you're over some shit. You just got to keep coping, using your coping mechanisms, and just, you'll get through it one day. One day you'll wake up and you're not, you haven't even thought about it no more. You know what I mean? If something silly happened to make you think about it, but you're like, damn, like, I really got over that See, shit. I think the shit that we went through, bro, it, it, now that I'm older, like, my short-term memory, I mean, my long-term memory, like, I will forget some shit completely, bro, yeah. because I was used to putting bad situations and throwing that shit in the trash. Like, that shit don't even register. Like, it takes some shit to remind me about shit that happened before for me to even think mm-hmm. about it. Because you're so know. removed from it. It's not yeah. your life anymore. And you don't look at it as your life anymore. It don't even pop up until, like, a yeah. situation or somebody else bring it up. Like, remember? Like, damn, yeah. I forgot all about that. <laughs> that's what I like that, too, bro. So that's, that's when you understand how scary that is when that's all people are still talking about. This fight you was in in middle school. This this person you dated in high school. It's scary that that's all y'all talking about. And I don't even remember that to be my life. I don't remember none of it, bro. I refer to him as a whole nother person because I don't think how that nigga thought. I don't view the world the way I used to. That was a whole different person. That wasn't really me. different person. <laughs> like, I felt so bad for some of the shit I did. Me too, bro. Me too. In high school, bro. Like... And me too, but 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 again, when you're looking at the bigger picture, you know what I mean. You had to do certain shit to become who you are because nobody could tell you about bullying. Nobody could tell you about you know making some belittling somebody. Exactly. Oh, it was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) It was hilarious. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't condone bullying. Bro. I don't. Kids are funny as fuck. Oh, <laughs> Y'all niggas need to go to a hood daycare. Kids oh, are funny God. as fuck. Bro, I seen some. I, I used to live by elementary And they school. are me. I lived by elementary school, bro. Some kids look like they was no older than six years old walking back from school, and they talking to each other. All I hear is one of them say, "Shut up, nigga." At least I ain't get rejected by a bitch. I said, "What?" <laughs> bro, you like six years old? <laughs> Rejected in what way to, what? to come over and play? <laughs> Maybe she had a nap. I don't know. What the fuck? You said that shit word for word, bro. At least I ain't get rejected by a bitch. I said no. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> no. This is where we had Oh, man. Where did you hear that from? I'm fucking dead. But then I look back and we is at Not BT. BT so fucking shitty. We was just as bad, bro. We were fucking worse. That's why it pisses me off. That's why we being battle with ourselves. That's the shit I'm talking about, But you forget about that shit. Yeah. You reminded of it. Like, bro, I put thumbtacks on people's seats in, in like, fifth, fourth grade. 
Oh yeah, no, I re- I repressed all the fucked up shit I used to do in those ages. No, no, no. I mean, the I don't want to think about bro. it. I'm sorry, everybody, no, that it affected. Just bad, bro. <laughs> bad as hell. I can see you, and Marcus. Well, bad. Oh, Marcus was worse, bro. I that can nigga. tell he was. Ooh, he act like a nigga who's been to war and came home. And Marcus came like out he the all calm now, but you can tell he got like a short fuse in bro, there. He came out the womb fighting, so he, bro, he used to just pick on people. Like his picking on people was different. I hated fucking because he would pick on, play 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 pick on you and then like, oh, you want to fight type shit. That's why we was always arguing, and he's fucking trying to punch you while he's asking, <laughs> "Do you want to fight, nigga?" Let me answer first. <laughs> I hate, and then Demo transferred in. I'm like, oh, fuck. At first, I'm like, yeah, my niggas, we together. Oh, my God. Day one of practice, I got a shadow box with both of these niggas. I'm like, oh, fuck. Who did this? this Who signed off on this? I'll never forget, he hawked a loogie in the nigga face, bro. Oh, yeah, he's a a wild boy. Like, came from his throat with it and... I said, oh, my God, bro. We see some wild shit back in the day, bro. But, yeah, I, I do feel like having met people who didn't experience those things, who came from a very protected, very closed family background, it's like they they just don't understand common sense shit that I understand because I've been through that shit. That nigga done almost burnt the house down. Like, we didn't did this shit. Bro, you know what I mean? Yeah. Bro, that's the difference between book smart and street yeah. smart. Like, I remember at my job when I was working with the homeless vets, bro. And they talking about, like, when the veterans are upset, you know how they give you that compassionate training. Like, repeat what they say back to them. Like, oh, so you're telling me right now you feel like, first of all, if you do that to me, that's going to piss me off even yeah. more. So I feel like you motherfucking, like. You assault my intelligence. Yeah, that type yeah. of shit. So, yeah. I, I was able to relate to them on a different level. Like, I talked to them on some real shit. Yeah. Like, how it is. And they loved and respected me for that. But all that, all them ones that went to college and, and talked in a way that they read out of them books. Like, so yeah. you're telling me they couldn't stand that shit, bro. How would you know it works? Y'all y'all don't do it. That's why y'all basically using us as guinea pigs to figure out if it worked. No, this don't that work. Don't work Go back to the drawing board. This ain't it, Susan. If I'm mad about something <laughs> and I tell you what the fuck I just said and you repeat it back to me in the soft ass yeah. voice trying to calm me down, like... And that would have to be a perfect system. Every situation is different. How can you come up with one method that works for For every situation? You already fucked yourself there, Susan. This book shit don't work. (laughs) That's why I got. I started getting out. I started falling out of love in love with having a career in psychology. I still practice psychology every day. I work on my mind every fucking day. You know what I mean? Sometimes I overanalyze, and I gotta. That's why I'm so again. But that balances me because my life. Is very work centric, but I'm trying to build it to where my life is relaxation. And then if I gotta come out of relaxation to work, if I gotta put my flip flops on to go press enter on the keyboard and come back to the seat and sit down, I'll do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll get out of relaxation to go work <laughs> and then come back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can I fire this nigga? Cause woo woo woo. Sure, fire that nigga. Don't call me back unless it's emergency. I can't imagine how much money to where I'm living my life for you, bro. Like, <laughs> you just chilling your money, making money for you. I'm living my life right now. Don't call me back. You make little appearances here and there. Niggas look like they seen a ghost. Cause that's my up. life. I I fucking look at them niggas and I applaud them niggas. I am I'm proud that y'all made it there because y'all let it, y'all let me know a nigga like me can make it there because y'all niggas ain't no more special than I am. 
I might be more special you said I'm black like I feel like I'm supposed to get what the fuck I want you know what I mean I just have that feeling in my body even when I wasn't uh, like even when I was a kid like life was completely completely different you know what I mean I was very shy and off-putting like because I had a whole bunch to say but I didn't think the people who I had available to listen could comprehend what the fuck I had to say so I just didn't talk I would have never thought you was shy at all. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And a lot of people say that. You know what I mean? Public, I, oh, my God. I just told my girl this. Like, public speaking was, like, a huge feat for me. Like, being able to do that, because that was something, like, I had on the list of I would never do this shit. Martin Luther King, like, what the fuck are you doing on that podium, bro? I, I could never Jerry, do that. Jerry helped me with that, because they put me as a motherfucker. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, bro. So I was the one in charge of everybody. Country. I used to fucking melt, bro. I used to melt, and then I used to melt, and I used to feel small. And then you, as a kid, how the world was going, we were taught to suppress that or run away from that or not deal with that. You know what I mean? And as I got older, saying to where I am, like again, I, I talk to my girl so much, but I was explaining her to her the other day, like. That fear, that rush, like, that in your stomach, to me, is just letting you know you got a pulse. Like, it's just reminding you, like, you're alive, you're human. No matter how great you are, you have common, simple emotions that everybody else fucking deal with. You get jealous about shit from time to time. You you just feel sad. You feel depressed and low. No matter how much money, success, fame you got, they, we all go through those emotions. You know what I mean? And I'm like, let me put it in perspective for you. No matter how good I got. I had butterflies before every basketball game I've ever played in. Facts. Even games where I knew I was about to go off. That's your dream. I would just, before I went out there, it would just set in my stomach and I would just feel jittery and I would just be anxious. And then, yeah, I, I snapped even during the jump. Like, I'm still in my head. I'm like, okay, I'm about to do this. This nigga weak. I'm attacking him all night. All right, cool. My nigga jump shot was looking good. I'm going to be getting him the ball. All right, let's go. And then, yeah, when that first shot go up, that's when I'm like, okay, I'm in the game now. Like, I turn into beast mode. Like, <laughs> man, when the nigga said something to me, bro, that set me off. Because now I'm not about to shut up the rest of the game. But I feel like anybody who don't have that sense of fear, bro, it's, it's, mm-hmm. that's like an IQ to me. Yeah. Because, like, I, I've seen motherfuckers be a type where they hear gunshots going off and want to look like, oh, I ain't scared. Like, that's cool. Yeah. I am. I'm about to get the yeah. Because I know what comes with that. Yeah, right. I'm not trying to find I've out. seen that up close. I know what comes with that. You know what I mean? And to a person who knows what comes with that, they wouldn't be running to that. Right. So either you're a phony and you're trying to figure out what that's like, you know what I mean? Or you just got nothing to lose. Or something and wrong. You just, yeah, <laughs> something, something wrong, wrong with you. Man. You run towards danger. You're I've instantly. Seen I've seen it. I, I don't care how sensitive the world is. If you run towards danger, something wrong upstairs. Some may work properly. <laughs> the, the the point of life is to survive. <laughs> I'm trying to get another day. <laughs> I'm not rolling the dice at every fucking opportunity to roll the dice. I don't like to gamble that much. <laughs> yeah, bungee jumping. That's white people shit. I'm not trying to kill myself for pleasure. Because if I was going to do that, I'm already a freaky-ass nigga. I just tied a belt around the neck and do that. be sweating watching them goddamn YouTube videos and niggas climbing on them goddamn high-ass roofs and shit. And jumping on buildings and shit? My hands be sweating like a bitch, bro. Like, I'm up there. Like, Young Asian kids aspiring to be fucking roof walkers. 
People die from that shit every year from falling off them fucking buildings. Stop doing that shit. That did shit don't make no sense. Yeah. Oh man. Bro, my hands was wet. <laughs> yeah. Felt like I was watching Spider Man, but in this movie, I knew there was no Spider Man swinging in to get this nigga. <laughs> They got to cut the fucking feed before he hit the ground. And falling is a fear of mine. That's a crazy way to go. Yeah, that's a fear because you're left with nothing but your thoughts of how did I get in this fucking position? I was thinking of that Kobe shit, bro. And I was just like, oh, my God. They said that when they found him, he's still holding his daughter. Like in that last moment, like that's all he could do for her. Like that's sick to me, bro. I couldn't imagine being in that same situation. Yeah, you just like, hope for the best. You know we going, but yeah. I love you. That's the shit The Rock being in movies. Like, again, that shit we seeing in movies. Unrealistic. That means really your last moments. You know what I mean? And people don't think about that. Because you never wake up thinking that there's going to be your last day, bro. Yeah. And you need to, because you're not thinking about today. You know what I mean? I mean, you're not thinking about the bigger picture. You're thinking about just today, this moment that you're in. You feel me? You're not thinking about how today affects your bigger picture. How it's just a puzzle piece in your big-ass picture of life. So without a puzzle piece, it's incomplete. The picture's never going to be finished. You know what I mean? And that's the beauty of this shit. You just keep expanding, keep growing. I've seen a quote like that saying something like, every few seconds... You changing the rest of your life, bro. And Absolutely. That's, that's real. Every decision you make, it really affect the rest of your life. And people keep trying to look at the end of success. You need to start at the beginning. You need to see when this person first, you know, this worker becomes CEO in five years. You need to see what her life was like when she put in that job application. Because that's that moment when she was on the couch and she got the fuck up off the couch and, and said, my life's about her. to change. And wasn't nobody fucking Exactly. And she said, you know what? <laughs> She probably seen that fucking commercial with that nigga telling her to get off the couch. <laughs> Go sign up for college. <laughs> now nah, she the CEO and shit five years later. But you ain't reading about that in the magazine. You reading about her success and her fame. And uh, this wasn't who she was. This ain't who she is. This is just a product of some great decisions that she made back to back to back to back to back to back. Instead of, oh, I'm going to make a great decision. Then I'm going to make 10 bad ones. Then I'm going to have to make five good ones just to make up for the 10 bad ones. Then I'm going to make another great one, then 10 more bad ones. That's why you see a lot of homeless people that end up turning into millionaires because either they at a point in their life, either they got to do something or they're going to be out there forever, bro. Like This survival, bro. bro <laughs> when I was working at the homeless shelter, I ran into some of the smartest people. Oh, yeah, because they're in survival mode. They're in our natural instinct, which is to survive. So their mind is working like limitless. That's what you was thinking about. Like they didn't pop that pill because your mind is only thinking about how the fuck we it's working in unison. Every part of your brain is like, how the fuck we going to get out because this affects all of us. (laughs) It reminded me. uh, This is one guy that reminded me of uh, what's that role Will Smith played where he had the fake with his son when he was homeless. Oh, Pursuit of Happiness. Oh, and that shit was in Cleveland. That reminded me of that. Like, smart as hell. He left there making like 60 hours, bro. And I knew he was going to be the person that did. Like, he was that type of smart. Yeah. And you see those. Because sometimes, again, that's why we can't judge motherfuckers because we don't know at what point they are in, in their life. 
You know so what I mean? came from six-figure plus income. Yeah, like we don't know at what point they are in their life. Some people are just starting. They just got off the couch today. And we're looking at them to like where they should be. You know what I mean? I thought somebody got shot. 